and welcome to episode 96 of Flicks in the Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me forever and always, the man, the myth, the giant burning ball of gas, Alessandro Bielsi. Say hello, Al. I really need this pint of beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I thought you needed a pint of beer last week. On this week's episode, sequels galore, Netflix news, Comic-Con announcements, and other nuggets, all before diving into our flick of the week, The Lion King. But first, Al, what are we drinking? I, f- I feel like I drank more than a pint last week. Um, we're drinking Treehouse Brewing's Lights Out. Um, I forgot that this was a Treehouse beer. I forgot that I had this beer. I'm, I gave it to you last week. Yes. That does sound good. <laughs> um, but I was very excited to see... Well, because I'm used to them having, like, actual cans with, like, nice can art and stuff like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I've even had one or two of, like, their special, like, reserve, like, bottle releases... Uh, this is the first time I've seen this that looks like the generic, like, like the way that they do with, like, Crowlers, where it has, like, just, like, a slap, yep, a slap on slap a sticker on it. Love it. Um, so this is the Lights Out. It's an American Pale Ale. Um, I actually had a Treehouse beer last night. Me and my brother and my dad split a can of green. Um, which, oh, nice. Which sounds more shady than it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is one pint of alcohol that's 5.8% by volume. It's brewed in Massachusetts by Treehouse Brewing Company. Oh, that's just a government warning. That's boring. Um, I thought I really thought you were going to go for it this time. <laughs> According to the Surgeon General, <laughs> <laughs> I should have just done it. I, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my my comedic timing, while often good, is not perfect. <laughs> um, well, I guess there's no point in beating around the bush. Let's just drink it. Cheers. Cheers. That was very thuddy. That was a thuddy clink. Yeah, those glasses that you have like really didn't sound when you try and clink it. Yeah. This is um, this is nice and cre- clean and crisp. I was gonna say clean and crisp. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're on fire today. I really need this pint. <laughs> this is delicious. Um, I, I can. I've already had two of these. If I'm being completely honest, not today. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant today, and I just assumed that you wanted to keep the ball rolling, and that's why you chose mm. it. Um, like really, no, really I can get taste. Deep. I can taste the uh, the notes that are quite similar to. What I was drinking yesterday with the green. This is mm-hmm. got similar genealogy for sure. The fragrance is so lovely. This is like again. This is my I, wheelhouse. Mine's still a, a little bit too cold, so I'm not getting a big fragrance. I mean, it's, uh, it's pleasant, but I have to really like get my nose almost in the foam. I had mine sitting out for a little bit, so it's good. Yeah. Well, good. Oh, um, as as always, whenever you make some sort of comment, my line always gets cut off right after you take your headphones off when mm. you're walking out of the room. Yep. Yep. Naturally. But uh, it's okay. I'm what sure there'll say? be plenty more. Oh, no. Well, you just said, oh, I'm going to go pee and pour my beer. And I said, hopefully not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, this is a two thumbs up beer for me, Al. Of course it is. I mean, we love Treehouse. I love it. They've, I they love haven't it. been as prolific on the show as something like Newberg or Jack's Abbey or like, um, what's the one that you love that will we have more of to come in the, in the weeks coming up? Um, the New Jersey Magnify Magnify yeah I think we've yeah. done one or two of them and we still have another two or three of them or something like that I think we have one left oh I thought we had a couple more um, yeah. but uh, we may yeah <laughs> this this is quick actually is is this this might be the only trace we've done on the show although we've mentioned it a few times no we've done we did the purple did we do it purple? was a bonus it was a bonus beer I believe it was during one of the bigger Marvel ones oh, maybe Logan maybe Logan maybe you're right that's a while ago it's it's been it's been some minutes. The problem is, I've been getting a steady-ish supply of them, 
but only one at a time. Like, yeah. like one of each type. So it has to be a together episode for us to do it. Sure. And sure. those typically mark uh, important benchmarks in our relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Much Easter. like our Cloud Atlas episode. I mean, that's one of the ones we did in person. Something that we've been, we had been wanting to do for a really long time. Yes. And Something we, we planned... Did. And we executed our plan perfectly. You can, um, even if you haven't seen Cloud Atlas, you can go listen to that. We we avoid spoilers. We were very respectful. Yeah, very respectful to the audience last week. Very respectful. Um, this is a this beer is courtesy of Frank. Yes. Uh, Frank, master, master of astronomy. The master of astronomy, and I think that the moon is very fitting on the can art. Yes. <laughs> Uh, did, we took a little astronomy break. I don't week's... even know if we talked about it. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't remember if we talked about it in last week's episode. We paused in the middle of our recording to go look at Jupiter and Saturn and the moon. No, we didn't actually it look was, at the moon because it was going to blind us. It was about a quarter to one, and I got a text from my neighbor. Hey, man, not sure if you're into astronomy at all, but I've got Saturn in my telescope. I figured I'd text you because your lights were on. Sorry if you're sleeping. <laughs> But I just think it's a what, like, there is so much going on in there. <laughs> uh, but we bit. And yeah, that was pre- I've, I've never seen Saturn through a telescope. It was pretty awesome. It was. And then we, we saw the clouds moving on Jupiter. It was pretty great. Yeah. It was really cool. I, I, I'm glad he reached out. But, uh, and I'm also glad that he gave us this, because this is absolutely delightful. That, that was a so, really, uh, that, was a tr- that was a phenomenal encounter we had. It, it absolutely we was. We had excellent free beer. Um, we got to see celestial bodies. Um, yeah. yeah, no, all, good time yeah. all around. Yeah. Cheers, Frank. <laughs> Cheers, Frank. Um, yeah, and as always, Treehouse, love it. I love the logo, that little little treehouse in the the whomping willow <laughs> on the front. You know, I don't even think I processed that that's what that is, but yeah, it's, no, good call. It's pretty great. So, shall we get into some news and nuggets? The whomping willow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, which I totally prepared for, and I'm not going to uh, yeah. stall for time right now to try and find out. Uh, for sure. No, don't you worry about it, because I've got a number of things to go over right off oh, the bat. Oh, good, because um, I forgot to bring that thing up I mentioned before. There have been... <laughs> I mean, there's I, we, we knew about most of these, if, if not all of these, but man, I feel like in the past week, it was just sequel announcement after sequel announcement, or just more news about whatever sequel we already knew, uh, including, and starting off with, the It Chapter 2 final t- trailer... Uh, which is just terrifying, and I, I really can't wait to see this movie. Um, Big fan of the first one. Yeah, very much uh, looking forward did we to the get, second. Yeah, we got a new full trailer, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's a big one. It's, it's good. It's, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, I can't wait. For it was this interesting. One. I was, uh, I was glad that they finally gave us one of those because it's. And I'm glad. Close now. What three? Very months? close. Two months. I think. It's, I think it's two. It. I'm actually not sure exactly. Is it October that it's coming out, or is it... I can't remember if it's September, October or September. I think it might be September. Um, could be. Either way, I'm excited. I'm glad that I am glad I got you to go see the first one. I know you were hesitant. Yeah, I'm just kind of indifferent to that, thing, that sort of thing, typically. But, uh, yeah, sure. no, it was um, It was interesting. I, uh, I liked it well enough. But it was, like, so creepy, and the acting was so fantastic. I'm a big, big fan of that, and I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, another sequel that... When I heard about it, I, I was just like, whatever. Uh, didn't think that I was going to have all those nostalgic feels watching the trailer. I'm really interested in seeing Maverick. Oh. Uh, I'm not... It's whatever. You know, like, we'll, we'll do it whatever, if do you? you want to. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never actually seen 
Top Gun start to finish. Okay, so this will be it'll be a a double episode. We'll yeah. do we'll do both movies. So I like I have to I'll have to sit down and watch it, and I, and I will like I'm not like purposely avoided it. I just like I've never sure just never. I've, I've seen some of the big scenes. I've seen the um, the um, the homoerotic uh, volleyball scene. I've seen the big scene yeah. where they're all singing in the bar. I've seen some of the fight ju- fighter jet yeah. scenes. Like I, you know, you know the classics. Yeah. You, you've basically seen the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, it's just you know good music, entertaining. I'm I, I'm actually I'll be rewatching the first one this weekend, um, and I'm excited to see the second. Uh, cruising right along, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I, uh, did you I, see the trailer? I see what you did right there. <laughs> cruising right along. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna let it slide. No, no, I had to call that one out. That was good. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Did you watch that trailer? Yes. Uh, yeah, I did. I texted you. You. <laughs> Wait, was that the one that I texted you that had way too many colons in the title? Yeah, I think it might have been. Because <laughs> I know that drives you nuts, and I got about does, four into it. It, it does drive Jay me Jay and crazy. Silent Bob, the the reboot, colon the reboot, colon the sequel, colon the something else. Yeah, colon the remake. Uh, it's It looks very silly. I mean, it's exactly what I expect from remaking, rebooting, sequelizing that movie. <laughs> I mean, by definition, Jay and Silent Bob are very silly, so... Yeah, and but you know what it is though, the just the the clout that Kevin Smith has to pull in all of the names again and and then some because there's there's a lot of great folks showing up for this one. Jason Lee's looking rough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. Uh, but there's also uh, a number of folks that he's worked with on the CW shows. So, oh really? Uh, yeah. So you got Supergirl, Flash. Things like that. Oh, are and, they in um, the thing? I didn't even recognize. They're they're gonna be in it. Uh, I've only read their names as being as appearing, so we'll see how that how that plays out. But uh, man, I it's been a while since we've gotten one of his like Kevin Smith movies, like you the, know, his the, his the, real the view skewers, yeah. Like it's been a while since we've gotten that, and I'm what, what really was, excited to get back into it. What was Clerks two in two thousand five, two thousand six, something like that? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Was it that? Was it? I'm pretty sure. It came Maybe. out. It came out when I was in high school because I remember I hadn't seen any of them before, but I remember oh, the promotional material for that movie. I think you're right. I thought it was in college, but I could have been. I think it was in college. Anyway. That, yeah, it's been a while. Regardless, it's been a while. So, looking forward to that. Um, looks very silly. There was uh, some sweet uh, posts that he put about like kind of reconnecting with Ben Affleck, which I thought were <laughs> which were fun to read if you follow him on Instagram. Why did they have a falling out? Uh, yes, they did. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, and uh, but there's a you know they they kind of just reconnected and did this together. So, I'm I'm glad that they're he's getting all of the faces back in it. Because it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, here's a thing that I don't think anyone asked for. Cats. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot to put that on the rundown. Um, and I, what's more is I didn't even get to do the prep I wanted to. Because I saw this last week. And because we didn't record last week, because we had pre-recorded last week's episode. Um, I, I just filed it away in the back of my mind and then completely forgot about it. I watched part of the trailer, but I couldn't watch it with the volume on. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to come back to and watch this." And then I saw all the reaction on the internet, like in like live as it was happening. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, everyone hates this!" And then people yeah. started doing the thing where they were mocking it by putting it to other music as the backing thing. Oh god! And someone said, "If you weren't 
already horrified enough. I found something way worse for you, and it was the Catch trailer with the Annihilation trailer music behind it. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I have to watch this one and send it to Anthony, and we'll do the thing where we watch it during the show. (laughs) I totally forgot to find it and send it to you. I totally forgot to watch it. Terrifying, but you can imagine. I yeah, I don't. I was terrible. So there's a there's this thing. There's certain there's like random movies and random characters that have that just haunt my dreams, and you know, <laughs> no no real reason. Like other than they're just like slightly creepy, but for whatever reason, it 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 grabs onto some part of my brain. It makes me very uncomfortable. Edward Scissorhands is one of those characters, mm-hmm. right? I find him terrifying. I think we've talked about this before. It's I I don't like it. Uh, the movies. Whatever. And, and I feel like you're I, a bigger Burton guy than I am. Yeah, it's just, I find that character, and I love Johnny Depp in a lot of things, I I can't, he just creeps me out to no end. Like, I can look at Michael Myers (laughs) and not be creeped out, (laughs) but look at him, terrified. Uh, So that's just one random thing. Everything about that trailer terrifies me. (laughs) It's just, I don't know what it is. I think it's like the, the, whatever CG is going on with the faces... Yeah. Along with their mouths moving and the hair. It's just very weird. Well, the best part was is I was kind of half watching it as it was getting started. And I saw the one scene where, like, I think it was like, the girl was running up to the gate and two other cats, like, swing into, like, screen. And yeah. they're, like, in the right. gate where she's like... And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? And there's one scene of the cat on a bed, but it's a giant bed because it's a human cat. And it's... But it's supposed to be small. But there's nothing about the scale works. And it looks horrifying. It looks like you're in a fun house, and nobody wants to be in a fun house. I think the best content on it was, I saw on the day after, or maybe it was later that night, when the trailer dropped, the uh, the ringer did, it was like, someone did an article, it was like, 66 questions I have from watching the, the Cats trailer. 66. <laughs> and I hope they're all just why at different time stamps. <laughs> well, some of it was like that, but also some of them were like, some of the questions were like further reiterating or like deepening the question before. Like, like who asked for this? Again, yeah. who asked for this? <laughs> like, right, stuff like that. Right. Well, here's the thing. I So I saw Cats years ago. And, you know, I was young. I don't think I was like super critical of movies or anything at that point in my life. So I was a kid. I don't remember it being very good. <laughs> See, the thing is... I, I, I know mean, it was well-received. I know people raved about I mean, that show. I, doesn't it hold the record for the... Or for a while it did? Didn't it, it hold the record for the longest like consecutive-running play? It did. It, it doesn't any longer. Um, But, yeah, even so... I mean, that doesn't make something good. I, think, I, mean, I wonder if it was one of those things where people were just like, What's this about? Why is this still going on? So they kept buying tickets? That could be it. So Maybe that's... What, what you're saying sales is that... Sales are going to soar for this movie. <laughs> So what you're saying is that the uh, Spider-Man, um, whatever the Dark, <laughs> just missed that mark. Do you remember the like? It was it Spider-Man Into the Dark or something? That a stupid name. Dark. Oh, Dark was yeah. definitely a title. I think it's it was it Into the Dark. I think that might. There's be. something like that, and it was like delayed. Turn off the dark. Maybe, maybe, maybe it might have been turn off. The dark. <laughs> I remember it being. I feel like I remember it being real, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like that title makes no sense. Um... I couldn't remember if it was, like, Swing Out the Dark or something like that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and, you know, it was plagued by the stage breaking and the actor People breaking because they swung wrong on the, yeah. <laughs> the wires and delayed for six months and this and that. And then when it finally came around, it had a really big 
because of all the crap around it, it debuted really well commercially. Because everyone's like, what the fuck is this all about? And then no one went to see it again. And it immediately, after all of the money they poured into it, it just died on the vine. Terrifying. It's just horrible. Just don't. Just don't. Don't do that. Don't do this movie. I don't... I, it's just... It, you know what it is? You know what I'm, I'm most annoyed about? Is that I'm going to continue to see trailers for this for a long time. I feel like while I'm... And every time it comes on, I'm going to be like, oh, god damn it. Yeah, Spider-Man, turn off the dark. <laughs> turn off the dark. That's right. That's right. Uh, every time this one... I think I'm going to... So I'm going to hold the pee break... Instead of going right before I go into the theater, I'm going to go when the Cats trailer starts. <laughs> I think that's how I'm going to do this to try to get past it. Uh, I don't like it. I really, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's very uncomfortable to watch. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. I can't be the only one. No, uh, you're not. The, it, the internet more. was on fire when that trailer <laughs> came out. I, all I saw was Cats trailer and I was like, all right. And I clicked it and I watched it and I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't want any of this. <laughs> Horrible. I was I was on Twitter and I just saw everyone going insane. It was like a feeding frenzy. <laughs> so there's two more uh, two more sequel announcements that um, only two more. I, I was surprised. No, but two more that I have <laughs> in the row right now that I was surprised to hear about. Uh, I guess not super. I didn't know how well received the latest Halloween movie was. I know I wanted to see it and never got a chance to, and I will see it. Uh, Halloween Kills will be coming out on October 16th of 2020. What about the one in 2021? That is Halloween Ends on October 15th in 2021. <laughs> it's a long Halloween. It's <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> do you think, is this it? Finally? 700 movies into the series? Uh, you know my thoughts on this when we talked a couple weeks ago about Rambo Last Blood, maybe. Yeah. At last we meet for the first time for the last yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I, I, like I said, I never got a chance to see that, uh, well, it wasn't a reboot. It was a sequel to the first one. Soft reboot? Soft. Well, it's just a sequel. Why do we have to put the word reboot in because there? It, because it undid a lot of crap that came after the original movie. Huh. It is a Halloween part- time heist. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> it is a partial reboot. The same thing with this Terminator Dark Fate, which we got a, a lot of info about recently, too. Yeah. Um, is also, it's a partial reboot, because it's scrubbing everything okay. after T2. Halloween, I don't want no scrubs. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's, okay, got it. So we're moving on. So we got those two coming out uh, sequentially, 2020 and 2021. I think that's pretty cool. We're going to have to see that. Um, I that was really re- confused. Second one when that was first See, i just don't know how to talk about it <laughs> i was really confused when i first saw the first report for that a few weeks ago because it sounded like it was getting two sequels at the same time yeah and i was like yeah sorry what now are they gonna be <laughs> like well it's gonna be one of those things where it's like they do the movie and then the other one but it's everything that's going on around it and then like they eventually they like meet up at the end like type of thing that would be pretty cool i think that works for episodes of television i don't feel like that works for movies Oh, I mean, it'll work for the three of us that go to SIBO. <laughs> I'll be all, I mean, I'm all for you, it. You mean the three of you? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm don't, all for this. Don't, don't drag me into this. <laughs> You're coming with. You're coming with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, sounds like well, it's okay. nearly as bad of an idea as crashing funerals. Speaking of sequels, <laughs> nice, you, you got it. I'm glad you did. Speaking of sequels, not sequel reboot something or others, uh, 
Edward Furlong's returning to Dark Fat. Pretty excited about that. <laughs> Dark Fat, yes, I'm glad you remembered that. <laughs> so I'm glad, glad John Connor will be making a, a, the re-return. Um, I don't know, like, what it's, it, this whole time thing is really screwing with me, but I'm glad we're dismissing the others, and I'm kind of curious how, it, how it'll play out. I watched a couple of the interviews with cast members and, um, and the director, whose name I'm Miller, right? Tim. Oh, Tim. is Tim Miller? Yeah. That's the right. one. Deadpool guy. Yeah, Tim Miller. Yeah. Uh, First Tim Miller. And, um, yeah, and he, uh, they, one of the questions they asked him, is this the, is this the Terminator 3 that you wanted? And he goes, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, what am I doing? <laughs> Well, apparently, didn't they originally want to bring what was the guy's name? Not Tim Miller, the the one who played John Connor. Edward Furlong. Yeah, didn't they want to get him to play John Connor in the third one as well? And it something fell through, and they chose that other actor. Oh, maybe. And also, I don't know. for some reason, dyed Claire Dane's hair red. Yeah, I, they, I don't know. They 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 made choices after the second movie. Um, she, she, none of them. Red 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 wasn't a great look. None of them were good choices. <laughs> uh, it, it looked, I don't know. I keep rewatching the trailer, trying to see like there's something about it doesn't sit right, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. And the music and what they're doing in the trailer is too much like what they've recently done. But from what I heard them say, it sounds more like they are trying to to have it a little bit more horrifying, a little bit darker, back to the roots. R-rated, like it's it, Terminator's a scary movie. Well, you know what they say about the definition of insanity, right? So you know, three, four, Genesis, <laughs> Salvation, whatever, um, they didn't work. So continuing <laughs> to do that doesn't feel like the right course of action. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, you're right. The first Terminator is not an action movie; it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah. And the second movie is just like, it's just a really dark movie. Yeah, well, it's an action movie with, with elements of horror, like... Yeah, just dread, really. Um, and I'm curious to see if they, how they how they get back to those roots. Because that's what the claim is, that it's going to feel more like those movies. Well, James Cameron is involved, right? Yes. Producer of some kind. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably doing the Lucas episode 5 and 6 thing where he's kind of like over... looking over everyone's shoulder type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just... I... I don't know if you can if you can fix this and you can do justice to the series, great, all for it. Um, some of the new stuff is pretty cool though, like the the new Terminator and then the new maybe Terminator, maybe not Terminator human with metal underneath. Uh, I'm not really sure what she is. Uh, she, they try to ask someone who's her. the product of human cyborg relations. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. So I just but, turned, uh, yeah. When C-3PO's uh, job description went wrong. <laughs> right, right. So, anyway, uh, Dark Fat. I'm actually, I'm more looking forward to it now than I was before. I, I mean, I was in before, just because I like the concept of wiping away that. But now you're, crack. like, fully in. Now I'm fully in. Um, not just the tip. Uh, so, <laughs> the other thing that came up here, uh, the Netflix news that I had. Did you watch that Witcher trailer? No. I'm excited. I, I want to I see that. I mean... From, like, what I've been seeing of it, it looks like... I mean, from what everything you can tell, Netflix is taking it really seriously. Like, they yeah. are... This isn't just some of the crap that they just churn out. Like, this is one of the things they want to stick. 
Yeah. So like I, high production value. Yeah, yeah. It seems pretty attention obvious to detail. All I that didn't. Jazz. I forgot that the trailer came out and I didn't get to check it out. I saw a, like the the big slew of um, stills that they released. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested. I don't know anything. I never played any of the games, but. I'm interested just kind of on the surface of what's going on, so I will probably check it out. It won't be like the thing, like, I'm not necessarily going to fire it up right when it drops, but, like, mm-hmm. within the first couple of weeks, I'll probably get to it. Now, I've never played the first two. I played a little bit of the third, and specifically speaking about The Witcher 3, it by all accounts, it should be something that I really enjoy. I have just never, it's just never been the right time when I've sat down to play it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to start getting into this, and I'm like, something else would happen, and I just lived, like... I would you also get off. that intimidation factor, right? Where it's like, it's oh, so like big. I want to make sure I can sit down and really give a lot of time to it the next couple of weeks. Yes. And it's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to have a lot of time these next couple of weeks. And then you put it away for three months. And you look for like the perfect day to play it. There's no such thing. Yeah, I've been through that a million times. It doesn't work. So I've, I've been I've, I've been trying to throw caution to the wind with Spider-Man. And I'm just like, I've got 30 minutes. I'm going to play Spider-Man. And then I have just the 30 minutes of my life. It's, it's, it's so entertaining. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. like I said, by all accounts, I should love that game. I'm hoping if they can do it justice as a as a show, that I might be able to really get into that, and that maybe that'll turn me into wanting to play it again and actually sticking with it this time. We'll see. Um, but either way, the show looks looks entertaining to me, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I did. Did we know that Zombie Land Two had a had a title? Um. I'm not sure, but now that you mentioned it, I realize that I saw a blurb about that today, and I already forgot what the title is. Double Tap. Yes, that's right. Uh, I don't so, know if we knew that or not. I'm not. I don't remember. How, do you want another one? I mean, I wanted one ten years ago. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Like, I, like right away, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'd watch another one of these." And now I'm just like, maybe leave it as it is. Well, it's just to the point where it's like. Okay, like yeah, I'm like I'll you got everyone back. Like I'll I'll see it, but it's like, what took you so long? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just I feel like it's not gonna because so much time has passed. It's not gonna it's it's not far enough that there's like a nostalgia pull or anything like that. It's just an it's just like the the other movie is still as far as movies go. It's it's newer. It's not like it's I don't know. It's not like if if Terminator Two was the last Terminator they made, and they didn't make all the other garbage, and this was to come out, it'd be like holy shit. You know, it'd well, be who like knows? That Star Maybe Wars ten thing. years is long enough to allow them to reconfigure the story in a new way that ten years of context can offer. Because they can't make a joke and be like, oh, like it's happening like a year later. Like it's gonna have to be like, oh, these guys have been around for a while. Because what's her name is. Growing up a lot since like she was like fourteen when she was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. How amazing would it be if you went to buy if you bought a ticket for that and went to go sit down and it's just the first one again? Um, no, I would be a little pressured <laughs> with that because I've seen it a million times on like TV, so mm-hmm. I could just go do that again. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna. Have this is this isn't the type of movie. Of... This isn't the type of movie that you like go back to see in the screen. Like it's not like. The 40th anniversary no. of Jaws. Let me. See no, I just meant like the, the balls on them if they did that. Because <laughs> you yeah. had like if well, if I mean if someone did that. <laughs> you are correct. That is this show's sensibility. <laughs> so, the uh, the next thing I'm gonna do is gonna lead into into what I believe you have a list for is Mahershala Oblade, and that is very exciting to me. It's something did that you I say asked for. Mahershala Oblade? Is that what you just said? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I. 
I think I, I, I called this a long time ago. I asked for this a long time ago. I don't recall. Very excited to see this. I don't happen. remember us ever talking about Bleed, so that's why I don't. It's recall. some. It is. It is somewhere back in our ninety-five episodes. <laughs> but man, that's a good choice. I don't just say that because it was my choice. <laughs> he might be too tall. What? What? He's too tall. <laughs> well, I mean, what's this? Snipes? Snipes isn't tall, so. Yeah, but Tom Cruise isn't tall either. They make him work as a tall guy. That's the opposite. Yeah, they, so they could reverse it. Perspective, now, man. Uh, well, the only thing is, maybe I'm I'm stuck. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm fine with him playing whatever. Um, but I feel like Wesley Snipes kind of embodied that role, and there's an element of it that's really cool, especially in the first two movies. He did a lot of his own stunts, um, and he had the physicality for the role. I don't know that Marshall Lee will have it. Um, you know what I mean? I think what you're failing to to focus on is Marvel, <laughs> current Marvel, is making a Blade movie. No, that part of it is interesting. Uh, <laughs> with Marshall Ali, this is it. not going to be bad. <laughs> I mean, he's already he's already been he's already been in, well, not quite the MCU per se. Like he's M- MCU adjacent. And um, yeah, that's fair. But uh, but with T. Yeah, no. If if anyone's gonna fi- find a way to figure it out, they will. I get it. But like. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like it's it is a very physical role that would seem to require someone with martial arts skills to sure. do at least some of the scenes. You know what I mean? Do we know if he has those? I don't, but I've also never heard about it in any way, shape, or form. I've never seen him do any. Typically, people with those sort of skills do that in other roles. I've never seen him sure. do that, uh, though. Yeah. I haven't seen everything he's been in. Although I, what if we just find out he's just this martial arts master? <laughs> I mean, he very well might be. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't possibly tell you. Um, Green Book would have been a very different movie. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that, I guess, the MCU's getting canonically vampires now? Yeah. Which, that's an odd jump. I'm not expecting... I wasn't expecting that. Do you think um, they're going to... I feel like there's going to be a very interesting way they weave that in. Oh, I'm just wondering, do they decide to keep this character and whatever they're going to do with it at arm's length? Like, are they just oh. not going to acknowledge it? Like, where it's like, these are things, but, like, we're not going to talk about it in Avengers. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't because know. I feel like that's opening a weird kind of room, worms to add actual vampires in. Like, can you imagine mm-hmm. Peter Parker getting bitten by a vampire? Like, an actual vampire. Do you think that they could make some play with, like, the wild cosmic energy doing something? Or Colin Robinson Energy Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You need to watch the rest of that show. I, I do. I need first of all, two things. One, I need someone to talk about the show with because Fair. I have no one to talk about it with. Um, two I really liked the first You episode. really liked the episode. <laughs> hey, hey, hey man, I'm doing something else for you right now. I'm watching Scrubs and I'm really enjoying it. I I, I don't see how it's, you couldn't. It is so good. <laughs> It's it is, damn near it is perfect, and I'm only favorite. two episodes in. <laughs> it is definitely my favorite comedy of all time. Um, I love that show. It's it's very well. You know what it is? It's not only is it very funny, and the dialogue is hysterical. The inner monologue stuff is brilliantly executed, yeah. and the writing of the actual episodes is fantastic. Like yes. the act, like the the setups, the storylines, the plot, everything's great. Well, Bill Lawrence is a legend, and that is one of his like, it's Rushmore shows. So so good. So. Do you have the other Marvel news handy? I have it all. 
Nice. Uh, this is an article on Entertainment Weekly, and I'm just going to skip all the beginning parts, but I'm going to take you chronologically the release dates that we have. Sick. Because that's how it's presented to me. Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. Um, Did we have any details about when that takes place? Is it a prequel movie? Black Widow may have met her end in Endgame, but Scarlett Johansson is reprising her role as the morally complicated spy in a solo movie. The character <laughs> has appeared in... What? What's that? <laughs> the man, the myth, the morally complicated. <laughs> um, where we find Natasha in her life at this point is very specific. She really is in a dark place when she's got no one to call and nowhere to go. She's really grappling with her own self when something huge explodes and all the pieces are landing and you have that moment of stillness where you don't know what to do next. That's the moment that she's in. In that moment, you actually have to face yourself. Joining Johansson are Florence Pugh as a fellow assassin named Yelena, sorry, Yelena Belova, and Rachel Wise as a woman named Malena. Yelena and Malena, fantastic. That won't be difficult to talk about. No, of course not. Um, You also, who has also been through the grueling Black Widow training program multiple times. Um, O.T. Fagenbelly, Fa- oh, Fagbenly, sorry, um, from The ha- Handmaid's Tale, also appears as a fixer named Mason, who he says has a long history with Natasha. Also, David Harbour, from Stranger Things, uh, who plays Alexei Shostakov, a.k.a. The I Red- love that man. <laughs> AKA, AKA the, Red, the Red Guardian is a cast- costumed hero created by the Russians as a communist counterpart to Captain America. Uh, so who will Black Widow be facing off against? Footage shown at Comic-Con revealed that the film's primary villain is Taskmaster, a notorious mercenary and huh. villain who, in the comics, can perfectly replicate any fight move he sees. Interesting. Is, is one of the known cast members hiding under Taskmaster's mask? Or is it an actor we haven't met yet? We'll have to wait to find out. Interesting. Now, at some point, do they end up in Budapest? Is what I'm, was, I, I need to know. Is this, that, is this where we find out? Well, a lot of what people are, are wondering, and they've been keeping it very tightly under wraps, whether Jeremy Renner will be in this one or not. Can I... I, If I'm being honest, I don't ever want to see it. <laughs> no, not that movie. Just whatever happened in Budapest. I just want it to be this thing that the two characters share. I, I don't need to see it. Like so I like that it's a thing between them. Over the course of multiple entries, you'll have this long-running joke that there isn't quite the payoff you expected. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't, if I'm being honest, I don't care about this movie. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, the character has never been very exciting to me. Uh, she only, I feel like, nailed it in the final <laughs> film. <laughs> and that's because, like we talked about, it's the first time they actually gave her something to do. I'll just say this. We had a lot of the same conversations about Chris Hemsworth and Thor until Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's fair. That's so okay. Maybe this is their right. chance to get it right, just in the same way. Either way, David David Harbour's getting me in the door. So, um, and then we have in fall of 2020 is the Disney Plus show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, the Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe will soon be coming to the small screen. Um, yeah. It's got starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. It's scheduled to de- debut in fall 2020. The series will follow Mackie, Sam Wilson, now carrying Captain America Shield, and Stan's Bucky Barnes as they team up against Daniel Brühl's Baron Zemo. We last saw Brühl, sorry, we last saw Brühl's Betty in Captain America Civil War, 
And in a pre-taped video message shown at Comic-Con, the actor revealed that Zemo was alive and well, and he wanted to say hello to some old friends. Interesting. And he's going to be back to having his familiar purple mask from the comics. That's pretty cool. I, I'd i watch that. I, I think that they, those two actors have a good rapport on screen. They... Only had a couple of scenes really together, uh, and they mostly just exchanged a knowing glance occasionally. It's the scene in the Beetle that I'm most referring to. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Can you move the scene up? No, and just the, <laughs> just the way that it plays, I just love it. I, I I also I think Anthony Mackie's really funny. So yeah, I'm looking, uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to watching that. Yeah, it looks interesting. After this, after this whole thing where they started showing more information. I'm more curious about these shows now. I had yeah. been kind of indifferent when they were announced a while back. Um, Sorry, when November, does that one start? That's uh, in fall of 2020. Then November oh, okay, damn. November 6th of 2020 is The Eternals. There may be no new Avengers films on this current Phase 4 schedule, but the MCU is introducing a new superhero squad. The writers... Chloe Zhao is directing The Eternals about a group of ancient immortal beings watching over the Earth. Some help from them might have been nice at some point in these Avengers movies. I'm just going to say that. Right. Um, comics legend Jack Kirby created them in the 70s when he returned to Marvel after a brief stint at DC Comics. And the 2020 film will follow the group's clash against their longtime nemesis, the Deviants. The cast includes Angelina Jolie as Thena, Richard Madden as Icarus, Kamal Nanjani as Kingo, Lauren Ridloff yes. as Makari, Brian Tyree Henry as Festos. Sam Who Hayek is, is that? I, I feel like I know that name. He's in Atlanta. Um, he's also been in something else. He's been in a few other things, because I know I keep seeing that name all around. Um, okay. He was in Widows, I think? Uh, he was, yep. Yeah. Um... Zama Hayek as Ajak or Ayak, I'm not sure what the pronunciation on that one. Leah McHugh as Sprite, and Don Lee as the big bad Gilgamesh. It's about this group of incredible immortals, but through their journeys, we really get to explore what it means to be human and humanity on our time on this planet. It's a good yeah. cast. Yeah. Huh. I don't know anything about it, and uh, the last time that happened, it was Guardians, and I was very happy with the results. That's what a so. lot of people have been saying. I'm, I'm, um, I'm okay with that. I like I like not having the expectation. Yeah. It's kind of it's fun going in blind. It is. Also, once exciting. we get a tra- once we get a trailer and we know the the tone it's striking and yeah, we can see a little bit more about who these characters are and what the particular performances are going to be. It'd be a little bit more intriguing. Um, moving on to February 12th of 2021 is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, it will be its first Marvel's first film about a superhero of Asian descent. Meet Shang-Chi, a martial arts master played by Simu Liu. Liu is best known for his role on the Canadian sitcom Kim's Convenience, and he'll be starring in The Legend of the Ten Rings with Aquafina mm. and Tony Lung. Okay. Um, Aquafina's role has yet to be announced, but Young will be playing the notorious Marvel supervillain, the Mandarin. Not the fake Mandarin we met in Iron Man 3, the real one. Huh. Interesting. I wonder how that plays. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. It was pretty funny. Um, after he was announced at Hall H uh, this past weekend, he himself went back and was retweeting 
uh, the the actor Simu Liu was retweeting his own tweets from the past. And in December of 2018, you know, just whatever, seven months ago, eight months ago, he tweeted at Marvel, hey, uh, you should cast, like, Asian-American actors uh, for Shang-Chi. So he retweeted and said, thanks for getting back to me on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then <laughs> he found, like, another one from that he had tweeted in, like, 2015, like... Hey, so when are we getting our first uh, movie about this? And he like about like an Asian American hero, and he just goes, "LOL." <laughs> That's really funny. It's good I that like he was that. kind of having a laugh about yeah. it and all. Um, so That's I'm interested great. about that. I wonder yeah. if this will be one of those ones that maybe chooses a smaller focus than some of the other like big something like the Eternals is going to be like huge, right? Yeah, um, like more like on the ground level, like one of the Defenders shows. Yeah, or even something like kind of Ant Man esque. True, we are like almost like they, I feel like they played Ant Man at arm's length to see if it would take. Yeah. Interesting. And then uh, in spring of twenty twenty one, we get WandaVision, which I will never be able to say with a straight no. face. Uh, though, it does sound like it's going to be something that's more important um, based okay. on what I've seen. Uh, because I believe that this is supposed to tie directly to the next thing we'll get onto this in a minute. Uh, it's supposed to tie directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because I, okay. believe she, I believe she is going to be in that movie. Oh, okay. So the blurb here is Paul Bettany's vision may have died in Avengers Infinity War, but he'll still be appearing with Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch in the new Disney Plus series WandaVision. It remains to be seen what the series will actually be about, but Olsen has promised that it's going to get weird. The show will... <laughs> The show will also find Wanda Maximoff and Vision teaming up with Monica Rambeau. Um, the character made her debut as a child in Captain Marvel, but in WandaVision, she'll be all grown up and played by Tiona Paris. That's cool. That was the daughter of the friend yeah. at the... Um, but yeah, from what I understand, this is supposed to somehow tie directly into the Doctor Strange movie, and she will be in it in the way that like the Hulk was in Thor Ragnarok. Got it. Um, so that... That movie will be coming out in May 7th of 2021. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, here you go. Speaking of Scarlet Witch, Olsen will also be starring opposite Benedict Cumberbatch in 2021's movie, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. You can't say it smoothly because there's no. too many M's. There is. Um, original Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson is returning for this, and he promises cool. that it'll be the first scary MCU film. Ooh. Which is smart. Um, pitting Cumberbatch's egotistical physician against all sorts of cosmic horrors. He has... Uh, Cumberbatch has said that although Strange was largely an authoritative, confident figure in Infinity War and Endgame, Multiverse of Madness will disarm the character and present him with some unexpected challenges. And according to Kevin Feige, the events of WandaVision will directly tie into this film. Very cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I wonder... They haven't said anything about it yet. I wonder if... Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor will come back for this one because they very clearly set oh, yeah. it up at the end of the first uh, Doctor Strange. I mean, he absolutely will. I can't imagine he wouldn't. Well, the only question is whether they would put it off to for him to come back sometime oh, to like down three. the line or whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah. or or to be in like maybe an Avengers esque movie, or some something crossover. Like mm -hmm. uh, then in spring of twenty twenty one will be the Loki show. The, throughout the MCU, Tom Hiddleston's mischievous Loki has served as both universe-threatening antagonist and reluctant ally, but now he's getting a story of his own. 
The Loki we all know and love died at the hands of Thanos in Infinity War, but the New Disney Plus series follows the Loki who stole the Tesseract and disappeared after the Avengers went back in time. The question I get asked more than any other question in Endgame was, where did Loki go and what happened to him? This series will answer where he went. According to Hillston, this Loki hasn't yet become the sympathetic figure in Thor Ragnarok. He's still the narcissist and bad guy we met in 2012's The Avengers. There's a lot of psychological evolution that is still yet to happen. Interesting. Then summer of 2021 is What If, which I believe is an animated show. Uh, Yes. Yes. It has a long history of exploring alternate realities through its What If comics line. And now the MCU is doing the same thing through a new Disney Plus series. That's pretty cool. The show will explore time, will explore ideas like what if Peggy Carter picked up Steve's shield to become Captain America. Nice. And it will include the voices of returning Marvel stars like Michael B. Jordan, Josh Brolin, Mark Ruffalo, Samuel Jackson, Haley Atwell, Chadwick Boseman, Karen Gillan, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, Neil McDonough, Dominic Cooper, Sean Gunn, and Natalie Portman. Awesome. Westworld's Jeffrey Wright is also lending his voice as the Watcher, an alien <laughs> Sean <being>. Gunn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Craglin, right? Yeah. Um, an alien being who observes different storylines throughout the multiverse. That's pretty cool. Then in fall 2021, I guess it's going to take two whole years to get Jeremy Renner away from being a rock star, they have the Hawkeye show. By the way, do you know about that phenomenon? No. He's got a band that does music. He's he's in some commercial, and he's like with his band singing in the commercial. Huh. Yeah, it was weird. All right. It's actually not terrible. Okay. It's like rock music. That's... Um, I can see it. Does he have yeah. his Hawkeye hair? His Ronin hair? Uh, you know, I saw it kind of out of the corner of my eye. I've only seen the commercial one time, so I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Jeremy Renner is once again picking up Hawkeye's quiver for a new Disney Plus series. The show will follow Clint Barton as he trains a young Kate Bishop as his sharpshooting protege. And based on the artwork, uh, it may be inspired by Matt Fraction and David Aya's acclaimed solo comics run of the same name can this work can i mean with them i'm sure they'll find a way to make it work it's just hawkeye is a good supporting role well i think that's why he's getting a show and not a movie that's fair that's that's a lot more screen time yeah but it's also lower stakes that's Um, fair now fingers crossed that the show includes an appearance by lucky the pizza dog i don't get that reference Uh, neither do i November 5th of 2021, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes! (laughs) Crank up the Led Zeppelin. Thor Ragnarok's Taika Waititi is returning to... Just say no more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have more. Um, Is returning to direct a new adventure with the Asgardian God of Thunder. The aptly named Love and Thunder will hit theaters in 2021 and feature the return of both Chris Hemsworth as Thor and Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Plus, as Thompson revealed at Comic-Con, the film will confirm Valkyrie's status as the first openly LGBTQ superhero in the MCU. Also joining the cast, or rejoining the cast, if you will, is Natalie Portman, who will be returning as Jane Foster. This time, however, she'll be wielding Thor's hammer Mjolnir herself. Waititi has said the story will be inspired by Jason Aaron's comic book series, which followed Jane as she took on the Asgardian God's powers and transformed into the mighty Thor. That's pretty awesome. I saw, I saw a fun conversation about this online the other day in which, because she played whatever, uh, doc, she's Dr. Jane Foster, excuse me, will only be referred, because people were calling her Lady Thor. No, she's Dr. Thor, actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then it, someone was creating this whole, which would have been great as, which would totally be great as like a post credit scene if 
you had a Doctor Thor with Professor Hulk, and they were ah. just sitting in silence, like <laughs> either doing some sort of science experiment, or someone said the best one I saw was someone said them all sitting around like grading papers together, <laughs> and then Doctor Strange pops up and like. Does some magic and the papers just grade themselves as he's like standing there doing something else and make himself a cup of coffee. Love just have it. them do it totally in silence. Love it. Yes, um, that, that I. You could have you could have said anything after Taika Waititi's directing the next Thor movie, and I'd have been like, just give me that. Oh, that's all we really needed. You're right. Um, I am. I am excited about what they're doing, though. That sounds. Cool. I'm. Yeah, I'm glad that Tessa Thompson's back. I'm glad yes. that Natalie Portman finally saw the light and she's coming back. Maybe she saw how much fun they had with Ragnarok and everything. And But I told you a while back, right, that she had had some comments that she regretted how she behaved yeah. with all that stuff and that she finally gets what it's all about. So good mm-hmm. for her and good for all of them. Yeah, that's cool. The, I, I think they, there could be some really fun stuff there, like with her taking on the role. I, I don't know, I just... And yeah, man... Tessa Thompson kills it in that role. <laughs> yep. It's it's so much fun. That that Ragnarok is so much fun. <laughs> I've still only seen it the one time. I really need to find some time to sit down and watch it again because I love that movie. You'll be beating the Grand Master in three, two, one. <laughs> That's that, that wonderful scream. <laughs> there is some wonder whether he may be back in some role in this movie. Because just please. Because when it when it was announced that day, Jeff Goldblum immediately had like retweeted it with some sort of comment that like didn't say anything specific, but people were just wondering. Nice. If he may be back. What a wacko character! I love it. I love him. I expected him to have a little bit more screen time than he did. He was fun. I mean, he was the perfect dose. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I assumed he could have handled maybe a couple more minutes on screen. You can't give him too much. Um, this is the one you were really waiting for. Blade, release date, Woo! TBD. With all the news that Marvel dropped during its 2019 Comic-Con panel. Now, by the way, chronologically, I think this was the last thing to come out. Because I texted you and Brian after most of the other things that I just mentioned were announced. Uh-huh. And along with a couple of other things that were down here. And then, because I thought it was all winding down at that point, And then like Twitter erupted with... News about Fantastic Four, which we'll be getting to in a few minutes. And then, this was, I think, the last big thing that I saw chronologically. And I was like, it's like, oh my god, you guys, I thought it was done, there's more. Because <laughs> yeah. I had given you like a brief like summary of what was going on. Well, um, already though, based on like what you're saying, if, this is, if the release date's TBD, you have to assume it's after most of the stuff, if not all of it. Well, what um, it means is it'll be 2022, because we got down to a Thor, Love and Thunder was November of 2021. Well, the reason I said it, though, is, like, now, if we're introducing the multiverse, then sure, maybe maybe it's just its own little pocket universe where they explore this character. Who knows? Could be. With all the news that Marvel dropped, perhaps the most unexpected and exciting was the announcement that Mahershala Ali so will good. be playing a new version of Blade. According to Feige, Ali called Marvel after he won his second Oscar for Green Book and told them he'd be interested in tackling the iconic vampire hunter. Oh, so he wants it. Yes. That's awesome. By all accounts, he approached Marvel and said, I want to do this. Um, Luckily for all of us, the studio immediately said, yes, the film does not yet have a director or release date. (laughs) Marshall Ali was like, can I? And they were just like, yeah, just yes. (laughs) Come on. Captain Marvel 2, release date TBD. Also in the works is a sequel to 2019's Captain Marvel, a release date and director have yet to be announced. 
Brie Larson will presumably be returning as the Air Force pilot turned interstellar superhero. Hopefully, assume. a sequel means we'll also see the return of Carol Danvers' cat Florkin Goose. I, I, I want Ben Mendelsohn back, too. <laughs> I assume that, spoiler alert, guys, his return in Homecoming means that he'll be back again in some role. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a great the thing! Is, it's so funny because I, you know, he always kind of bothered me, but until and now he just completely won me over with that role. <laughs> oh, you didn't like him? I was always like on the fence with him. He's really good in the first season of Bloodline. I never saw the mm. second and third season. My brother watched the whole show for whatever reason. I don't know if it was just the amount of time. I think I watched like the first episode of of the second season, and I just didn't keep watching it. But I loved. I think part of the reason was I was good with the end of the first season. Like, I didn't need another season of it. It was so good as a self-contained story. Yeah. That, like, I was like, you were oh, done. like I'm done with the story. Uh, and open I didn't and know. shut case. <laughs> at, well, and at the at the time, there was no immediate, like, you know, a lot of times when that sort of thing, like, like as soon as it was received, and it was received very well critically and with the amount of people watching it, um, that, you know, usually you get an immediate renewal. It, came down the line. They didn't need to do another show. And I and I heard they were fine. Dominic said he liked them. But the first season was really, really good if you've never seen it. And he was amazing in it. Hmm. Alright. I think it always comes down to the... Uh, it's it's the clean slate speech. I think it really... <laughs> I, I, it's just a hard scene to get through. Yeah, but that's not on him. No, I know. I know. But unfortunately, he delivered the lines. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... Uh, it's It's rough. It's, as as he starts talking, you go okay. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Black Panther two release date TBD. Ryan Coogler is returning to write and direct a sequel again. Had to be there. That, that's, that's it. We're done. It's Sold. expected to start shooting later this year or early next year. There's no release Disney date yet. Movie. The film will return to Wakanda and once again follow Chadwick Boseman's Righteous Warrior King T'Challa. Nice. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three release date TBD. That's also back on track. Original writer-director James Gunn was fired after old offensive tweets resurfaced, but after he apologized and cast members rallied to his defense, Disney reinstated him back in March. Yes. The new Guardians isn't on the Marvel release schedule yet, but Gunn is expected to go into production on the film after he wraps Warner Brother and do a DC's Suicide Squad sequel. I can't. I just, I can't. I don't understand what's going to Maybe, Maybe that movie will be entertaining. I mean, if there was any chance of it, he would find the way, considering that movie was very obviously ripping off what he was doing with Guardians. So it should feel like, you know, getting into a diff- someone else's car, but that's like the same make and model of yours, where it's like, this isn't quite right, but it's close enough. Yeah, I could drive it. Like, I can make it work by just adjusting. Like, yeah. What did you say? I could drive it. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, if I adjust the mirrors and I adjust the seat, like, it should be close enough to the right fit, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, the weird fair. thing is, in that thing, it didn't have anything about um, Fantastic Four, and I never actually saw the Fantastic Four stuff, but from what I understand, it's confirmed that they're going to be rebooting it oh. with the MCU. Um, I don't know that they necessarily announced a movie for it, but it sounded like that night that there was some sort of acknowledgement of them but I don't know if they showed some sort of because a, a lot of the footage never made it out some of the stuff was released some of it's kept sure. it's only like trades were allowed to see it or whatever um, and anyone who like bought into the event um, yeah 
and a lot of times those things don't find actual public airing. Um, so I don't know what they actually said or showed. Um, it's just the number four. It could have. It yeah. could very well have just been that. Um, yeah. Apparently there was some acknowledgement of it, which we had speculated a few weeks back that. Um, they'll probably find some way now with them coming back to probably use some sort of multiverse type thing to incorporate them, which would make sense. Yep. Yeah, I like that they're they're gonna open it up that way, and then it just there's like unlimited possibilities, and they, they kind of had to because they were like the, the way that it was going, like the the existing story is so it feels kind of open and close. So like opening up to other realms and possibilities makes it makes this stuff work in the universe that we have. That would actually be pretty cool if, as some sort of result for, like, a post-credit scene of the Doctor Strange movie, if some portal opens up in, like, a post-credit scene and they were revealed that way. Silver Surfer comes screaming through. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be cool. Or, like, you just see, like, some sort of weird explosion and, like, four people working on (laughs) on some, like, yeah. Uh, Man, that's a lot of information, and... A lot of it is just stuff that I'm just not super familiar with, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see where all these interesting things go. I'm surprised they didn't find some way for Deadpool to fuck up the proceedings. They've been like, on the record repeatedly saying they will be making one. Yeah. And why I not? Just, it's been a cash cow. Just, like, showing up? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I just assumed, like, Ryan Reynolds would just, like, walk on stage at some point and go, uh, I'm... I'm it's not my turn. I'm supposed, I was supposed to come out next year. And like just like and walk then, off and, or something. Yeah, like that. that would be amazing. Or that and like in some trailer, just deep in the background for two frames, you just see him like <laughs> kind of poke his head out. Do the uh, do the um what's it called the do the Fight Club where they just splice one yep. frame into one of the trailers? Yes, absolutely, absolutely, nice. I think that's I a spit, lot. That's a I lot. think I spit my drink out the first time I saw that scene in Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That um, that's a lot of Marvel news, man. That's yep. a lot to get in an hour. <laughs> 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 that's insane. I'm I'm excited to start to see these, you know, as trailers come out and like, because I mean that's that's a that's laying the roadmap of where we're going for, for a the while. Next three four years. As we start to then now hone in on individual pieces of it, get some extra details, get some trailers, get some more character announcements. I'm sure there's going to be actor and actresses announcements that'll be that are still like under wraps. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Do you have any other news and nuggets? No, let's get to it. Now our flick of the week. The Lion King 2019 version. After the murder of his father, a young lion prince flees his kingdom, only to learn the true meaning of responsibility and bravery. Uh, no, yeah, it's the Lion King, guys. So, you know, spoilers, I guess. Like, it's we're just gonna talk about it. Spo- right? Spoilers for a new movie about an old movie. Exactly, exactly. Uh, general thoughts. How did you feel about this movie? I was a little disappointed. I think that's fair i uh i have it i've got pretty good <laughs> was my was my assessment uh it, was it doesn't it doesn't uh the jungle book in my opinion is better than the animated movie i like i like the john favreau jungle book i thought maybe the, i didn't i never expected this to beat the other one i thought it might get a little closer 
Uh, there are a handful of things that they'll do throughout the movie that we'll get into where they just they just slightly miss the mark here and there. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have to, which is what which is what makes it weird. It's like it's not like they just made another decision instead. They just like didn't do certain things, and that was surprising. Um, also, um, this movie was never going to be able to exceed it because they, well, a few reasons. They elected to let everyone sing their own songs, and in some cases that elevated the material, and in other cases it detracted from the material. Whereas in a lot of those old animated Disney movies, they would hire famous singers to sing and then use the other famous actors mm. to do the voicing. And they didn't force where, them to sing if they couldn't sing. Where do you think it, that fell apart, mostly? Like, Seth Rogen can't sing. Like, he tr- he, he did his best, but he can't sing. Oh, that's uh, funny, because I was going to say, I actually thought they did a tremendous job with Timon and Pumbaa. Billy Eichner can sing. He yeah, he can. He had a really good voice. Yeah, he did. Um, Really good. I was really surprised by it. Also, because his singing voice is much deeper than his speaking voice. Yeah. <laughs> it was really confusing to me. <laughs> yeah. Um... And but like Chiwetel Ejiofor can't sing either. No, that's, he, that's it. Was like a Lou Reed song. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Okay, I, I see. I see where you're getting with, going with that. Um, and Don Oliver can't really sing either. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, but it's that character. It's kind of funny to hear it. Um, now, con- conversely, though, the two kids in that. Oh scene? my God! I have them down as like there's there's three different categories of casting that I have. There's strong, fabulous, and other. They're the fabulous character uh, category. Well, they, I I just couldn't believe it. Both of those kids' voices are amazing. Oh my god! And that was JD McCrary and Shahadi Wright Shahadi Joseph. Wright Joseph. Yeah. Wow. That um, what's that? Just can't wait to be king. That whole that whole jam. Like man, was that good? Yeah. The two of them voices were really good. You know, she's the girl from Us. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. They they really did a tremendous job. Um, let's let's talk a little about the casting decisions because under Strong here's a here's a few that I have. I I think John Oliver was perfectly casted. <laughs> think, yeah, but he, like, the thing is, he still wasn't as good as Rowan Atkinson. No, but he was. I I think he did it justice. I think he was fine. Well, I, that, I enjoyed this him. Is what as I had I had them down to two things. I okay. had as good as the or like. Approaching as good as the previous one, or not nearly as good. No one okay. in the cast outstripped the original versions of them. Oh, that's if, fair. Totally fair. Like, but like Billy Eichner, like ably performed in the, and the shadow of Nathan Lane. Obviously, in, in a way where he, he almost like he because he also has this, a similar cadence. He has like yeah. naturally. Well, that's not, why they that's why they cast him. I assume. He he really did. He did nail it. Uh, he was fantastic. I I and, liked, and I actually really liked Seth Rogen. In fantastic. The, not the singing part of it, but like the and the oh. two of them had really good chemistry together awesome in the together. same way that Timon and Pumbaa had it in the animated one. But neither of them exceeded the performance. They just no. lived up to them. You know. The, what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Totally agree. Uh, keeping. Uh, oh, well, actually, I, I thought Donald Glover was great. I thought he was fine. The thing is, what does he have? 15 lines? Yeah, it's not... It's not. I I like his voice, though. I think his singing was awesome. Yeah, but he's a professional singer. Yeah. Like, uh, him and Beyonce sang really well, but they're professional singers before they are actors. True. Well... Well, I guess he's kind of 50-50. He, he's 50-50. Uh, when when um, uh, Nala... When older Nala is talking... 
all I heard was Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> and it was, it, because it was like, it's not, you're not a voice actor, which is fine. Like, I, I mean, the singing part, great. The voice acting just wasn't, there's nothing special. There was nothing like evoking the character or anything in that performance. The weirdest, the weirdest thing in the whole, like, Six Degrees of Separation thing is that whole thing in in Goldmember where Nathan Lean is yep. sitting between the two of them. <laughs> pretending to be her or you know, so it's so good. They're, they're cut out. Um but yeah, no, I like she was fine with her voiceover stuff, but like they gave her like eight lines in the movie. So one thing that they had no choice on, I'm glad that they did it this way, was keeping James Earl Jones as the voice of Mufasa. Yeah. Uh in doing so, they really should have kept Jeremy Irons as Scar. Yeah, because I love Chiwetel Ejiofor, but he so do I. was like blown out of the water by Jeremy Irons. Yep. And, and I, I will prepared say, I, I appreciate... is haunting, and it wasn't haunting. <laughs> no, although I did actually like one aspect of it. There was a part right in the middle of it uh-huh. where he starts to project because in the beginning yeah. he's kind of like but the thing is he knew that he couldn't replicate the performance that it's kind of the same way like Will Smith doing the genie like he knew he couldn't replicate that performance so he chose to do something a little different and it yeah. was the right move even if it doesn't live up it sure. would have been worse like Jeremy Irons totally nailed the whole like evil as seductive and sexy type of thing where uh-huh. it's like there's a charming aspect to it where it's like Okay, I can see why people would be pulled under his sway, right? Yep. Um, and the way he and he sings his own song and he crushes it. Now, a lot of it again is also spoken word, but he has something of a singing voice in that. Yeah. Um, well, he's got that like uh, that uh, actor in a play. Yeah. Well, I, he, I mean, he's definitely all, done theater work. Yeah. So, um, but I wouldn't say he has like a strong singing voice, but it's an adequate one. Yeah, yeah, um, so fun. he crushes that song and the whole character. It's one of the best yes. voiceovers of any Disney. And this Completely wasn't, but there agree. was one little sequence in Be Prepared where he lets the rage out. Yeah. Like, and it's like, a, it's like a raw nerve thing where it's as, like, you can as see. As it that. happens, you go, okay. <laughs> and that, for just that one little segment, I was like, okay, that I can get behind. But it's the yep. only time he lets that out until the end where everything kind of goes over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I was I was like, oh, if you could have given me more of that during the course of it. But he played the whole thing so quiet and understated that it, di- it mm-hmm. just didn't do anything for me. Yeah. Like, it, it was never it was... intimidated by him. It was just kind of sullen and sulky. Yeah, it was more like he was... Yeah, like he... Sulky is a good word for it. It, He was kind of like playing cautiously like with the pawns. Like, and he was a, pretty much seemed afraid of everybody. It was just super passive-aggressive. Yeah, yeah, whereas... Whereas Jeremy but, Irons, you could detect the edge to mm-hmm. it where if you, you... You felt like when he says, don't you turn your back on me, he goes, maybe you shouldn't turn your back... You, in that moment, when, when Jeremy Irons says it, you realize, I shouldn't turn my back on this guy because I might get stabbed. Yeah. You, right in the you, ribs. You, you shake like one of the hyenas. Woo! <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of the hyenas, uh, missed Mark. They didn't do nearly... They didn't give him enough to do. No, like, they didn't. Keegan-Michael Key was really good close. casting, and they didn't let him yeah. do anything. Uh, what's the... And the other guy... And Eric uh, Andre, too. <laughs> yeah, so they were really funny together. 
But they only got, like, one scene to do yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't enough. And, man, I don't know if it's, like, a PC thing or not. Like, there's a different way to to look at it. Ed's a great character. And they they didn't have him. Yeah. Like, he, he, he was just, like, he, they didn't have, like, just the really doofy one. Like, just, like, completely confused, not getting any of the cues. Like, yeah. and it, it really, it was it was always so silly. Although the one, that one little, like, gag, it was not great, but I did get a chuckle where he keeps laying down, like, on top of him, and then he gets up yes, to the other so side. Yes, so they, good. And they, then they call it back later. That's an appropriate amount of yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's, I, Key is just fantastic. I love him. I love him and everything he's in. <laughs> and that was so literally funny. the only thing they let him do. Yeah. Um Yeah, I was just I was I was a little disappointed in the just in the the general lack of the hyenas and like it, it, it the the payoff at the end wasn't as great because they weren't as involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh let's talk about something that's driving me absolutely crazy. Okay. And that is the stampede. Okay. Now, we've all seen the Lion King more than one time. Numerous times. Correct. I'm sure. Correct. At what point in my life am I going to watch that scene and not think, maybe he'll get out of it this time? <laughs> I just don't know what, like, I, I am somehow still on the edge of my seat. Is, it, it, it could be okay. It, it's, no, it's a movie. It's, in, it's set in stone. It's not, gonna, it's not a different, it's not like a random scene generator. And it, it somehow, it, it gets me every time. The random scene generator just reminded me of... I don't know... I don't know what your mileage has been with... I'm sure you're aware of it. Cyanide and Happiness? Yeah. Um, are you, like, familiar with their stuff? Or just, like, you yes, know of them? I'm familiar with it. Okay. You know that they have that card game, it's like, random scene generator or whatever? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to play that. And you just saying that reminded me of that. Because I've seen some of them, like, posted online before. They're really funny. They Their stuff has always been hysterical. I... Uh, there's a uh, the my old roommate used to have a couple. He had a couple of shirts with some of their stuff on it. It was pretty great. Uh, but getting back to the to the stampede scene. So like I said, when when is it ever going to be like when I'm just not going to get my hopes up? And now this I realized, is the one that he's going to make it out and like, yeah yeah what, he's exactly gonna be like trip and fall maybe afterwards. And, and you know like what does it? It's it, it you know what completely gets you. Um, you're like completely captivated by that scene. You know why? Fucking Why? Hans Zimmer, man. It's Hans Zimmer. <laughs> That's what, because he's a genius. <laughs> and, and his music genius, is incredible. Genius, genius, There was a, I was, uh, so I listened to, I will randomly put on, like, I will shuffle his music uh, when I'm, like, in the zone working on something. So I'll be working, okay. I'll shuffle his music, and randomly there will be songs from The Lion King that come on. And uh, you go through the entire emotional roller coaster without watching it, because you know exactly what's happening. And it's just, it's too much. It's too much to handle. <laughs> I can't. Love him. I love his music so, so much. Uh, and I was glad that you, they... Uh, you sure do. I'm glad they brought it back. Could you imagine if they didn't do it? Like, if... I don't... It was, like, reproduced. But could you imagine if it just, like, wasn't the same? Like, that that would have just been a mistake. Well, they added some other song from they did. Beyonce in the end when they were... Heading back to Pride Rock. Well, I'm talking more about the the score was him. No, I'm just saying all the yeah. other cues were the same. Yeah, that's the only thing that they materially changed. Yeah, that's fair. Oh man, I, goddamn, this music's so good. Uh, 
the hula song. So the hula song was missing. <laughs> uh, as at first, when I noticed it was not going to happen, I immediately felt rage. And then, and then they delivered something that was so charming that I was like, all right. And that was be our guest serving Pumba as the entree. Well, it was great because like they basically kind of deployed Timon as their own personal Deadpool. Yeah. Where he like breaks the fourth wall. Absolutely. Right. Because he sings that. And there was the other, when they show the end of the montage with Hakuna Matata. Yep. And they're running. He's, this was supposed to be our big set piece. And he's, yeah. he's taking it over. <laughs> like it's like some very meta like commentary. Like, yep. And Boomer gets in with it a little bit, but it's Timon driving that part of it. He says, well, I, I'm sorry. I just started singing. Well, if you don't, don't like it, maybe, why don't you tell him to stop? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. He just keeps going. <laughs> The only uh, that was yeah during that was during Okuna Matata, but the only thing that bothered me about that was there's the uh, in the in the cartoon the Akuna Matata that one <laughs> at the very end where as they trail off and it didn't happen. I was like just just put it in. It's so iconic. Like why are you not doing it? <laughs> but that that was great though. Yeah, start, start singing be our guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, so funny. And uh, how about when they did uh, the lion sleeps tonight and. They have the rest of the animals join in. <laughs> yeah, that, that was actually that cool. was a nice change. I really enjoyed that. And then like the random, they slow it down, and that one creature like pops up in slow motion in midair, and then comes off screen. I don't remember what it was. No idea. It's so bizarre. Uh, but uh, that that was a lot of fun. And uh, Pumba getting chased. Oh my god. Sorry, need, circling back to the Lou, the the lack of Luau scene. When they're bullying him and he will not take it, that was a great. That was a, that was really well done. You need done. to find something that's really plump and juicy, maybe a new, and uh, we'll send it out there. And why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I will not tolerate a bully. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, Billy Eichner and and. Seth Rogen working together was that they they really they had that rapport. Uh, also, he said when he says farted and he goes, "You're not gonna stop me." Yeah, <laughs> that was that was well done. That was a silly little. Also, change. I have to say the Seth Rogen stoner laugh actually works really well for for Pumbaa. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I do imagine I do imagine that's what a warthog would sound like if it was laughing. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Rafiki was criminally underused. Yeah, it really like watered him down. And and cut out the Although, scene with when he when he whacks him on the head. Like it's a, it's such a great scene. It's 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 the learning scene of the movie. Like wh- why would you cut that out? <laughs> that being said, I did really appreciate that they. I was like, man, they're really they're not going to give him his staff this whole time. And then they oh, when the he pulls it out, ceremonial yeah. unveiling of the staff. That was cool. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's about to go down. (laughs) Uh, The Nala escape scene? That was terrifying. Yes. They they did a good job with the music swell there and trying, like, like you're, like, kind of sweating, like, on the edge. Like, does she get out of this? Like, how is she going to get past it? And then then the abrupt um, uh, Zazu when Scar goes up onto the rock, like, that is startling just because it's him. <laughs> and he's so very loud in that scene. <laughs> but that was, that, 
that scene got me. I thought they did a good job with that. Nice little addition or take on the uh, the scenario. Now, I think another reason that this movie didn't quite work, I saw a lot of... I was keeping an eye out for it because I saw a lot of complaints about it in the past week or so online. How did you feel about the faces being very lion-realistic and not allowing the expressiveness that the animated cartoons did? I didn't realize... So, when I got home from watching the movie, I rewatched the original, and... That is one of the things that dawned on me immediately. It was like, oh, like you you didn't get it out of the character because it's it wasn't animated. Yeah, the fact that the faces aren't anthropomorphized, it's tough to a hundred percent like the the voice actor has to carry all the emotion. Yeah, and, and now, a lot of times they did, but they couldn't get it all. And part of the reason the original was so good is because they married those things together so well. It, um, and you can't do that with these things looking no. like real lions. Although there was some, there are some subtle like displays of mostly with portion. Timon and Pumbaa because they could pull it off with the way those characters work. Well, especially Timon, the yeah. face is more similar to like a human face than a, it, than a, a cat face would be. Uh-huh. Um, but there are some things like the look of strain on Mufasa's face as he's climbing the thing. Um, oh. you know, looks of, of like, don't like bring big, me back here, <laughs> like fear and stuff like that. But yes, there are, they have to be subtle because otherwise it would be very uncanny looking. If you all of a sudden broke into a big toothy grin, like Sonic, um, <laughs> that, that's, that was what I was just, what I was thinking as you were going through it. If they were to go that route, the movie would have been terrifying Yes, and failed miserably. Um, but yeah, I think that's a reason why this movie kind of falls flat a bit is because it is flat. There isn't a full range of expressive, like, emotion that yeah. you can display in that way. But on the other hand, from the perspective of do these lions look like lions, they did an incredible job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too good. It's, it's like watching this National Geographic documentary. Yeah. It's incredible. That and the one lion's they... an asshole. <laughs> he threw that other lion into a stampede. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm picturing like, like a quiet British like narration voiceover now, like, and that lion throws his brother off. <laughs> he is an asshole. <laughs> there's, there's something so haunting about that scene where he digs his claws into Mufasa's paws. It's just like. It's oh, it's like it's over. You know, like it's over, and we've reached that scene where it's gonna get so bad. And she's like, "No, I don't want to watch also, it again." I really liked how I always remember. You know, they do that whole thing where they mirror the scene, right? Where he claws, yeah. his paws as they're hanging on with with Simba, and Simba finds someone. And I remember as I was getting like no longer being five years old, having seen the movie. Like you know, I watched it with like my younger brother and sister, where I was closer, like you know, 10, 11 years old. I remember thinking. How does he get up when he's holding both of his paws down? You uh-huh. know what I mean with the claws? I'm going to bite his face. <laughs> that is a great addition. That was the one thing that they added to this that was really good. Oh, I'm going to bite his face because he has no choice but to right. yank me back onto the thing because I have his face in Absolutely. Well, okay, two things. So there's that scene, but then the the you know the original scene of, of Scar throw. 
the fact that he swats his face to throw him down rather than actually throw him. Yeah, <laughs> also, grab him with his claws and pick him up and throw also, him. Yeah, also a needed change for this more realistic lion situation. That being said, I like that he still swipes the ash with the paw. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Scar's um, such a turd. <laughs> um, and I like that they still kept that whole thing with the, the hyenas turning on him at the end, right? Like, Yeah. That was good. Uh, you're also just like, just get him, get him. <laughs> uh, no, no, Zazu singing in the in the prison though. That that was unfortunate. Uh, it's fine. Oh, though. I forgot about that. that. <laughs> what, what was it that he was singing? I've got the lovely bunch of coconuts. That's right. There they are, standing in the row. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I the shuddering, the shuddering over Mufasa's name. They, I feel like they hinted at it, but they didn't quite go there. They, they made it more of like a, don't you dare say that name. Type thing. Yeah, it was like, if I ever saw Mufasa again, I'd kill him. He goes, oh, now's your chance. He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be. Uh, yeah, overall, I mean, it was it was fun. Uh, if I'm gonna choose to watch the Lion King, I'm clearly gonna choose to watch the animated one. Well, that's what it was. Is this actually kind of brought back the nostalgia of? I would just rather go watch the animated one. Yeah, which, like I said, which is exactly what probably I did been when a good movie ended. 10, 15 years since I've seen it. So that. it's so good. It holds up. It's so good. The flying the, flies. The voice performances <laughs> were like unanimously good across the board. Yeah, yeah, they really were. And oh, it's a man. pretty star-studded cast too. You got that JTT, young JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Um. Nathan Lane, man. Oh, God. He's so funny. He's just... What a wacky person. He's great. I love him in anything that I've seen him in. Oh, my yeah, God. I guess, admittedly, I haven't seen him in a ton of things, but he is funny. Have you ever seen The Birdcage? I've seen parts of it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a tremendous role. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Well, that's him at his most ridiculously yeah. egregious and flamboyant. Like, yeah. He, it's just... It's too... It reminds me... <laughs> It reminds me of um, the scene from or from the first season of Archer when Archer has to honeypot the Cuban oh assassin. Oh my god! <laughs> and and he comes in with the bleach blonde hair yep. and the shirt that says "Got Dick" and he's on <laughs> he's on roller skates and he's got the lollipop and he's sucking on it. Horrible. And the and the other two gay assassins who they don't know are assassins yet. You are so gay it hurts. <laughs> that show gets away with so much. Um, but it, because it's also done very clever and very like tongue in cheek, it's well. The whole thing is they set up the first half of the joke by doing the thing that's objectionable, yeah, and then finishing the joke by showing you, yes, this thing is wrong. We're yeah. not actually making that joke, <laughs> right? They do oh, it man. in the same season where the thing with the Zeppelin, where I've, that Zeppelin episode is one of is one of the greatest episodes of television. It's probably <laughs> the best episode of the whole show. It is one of my favorites by far, if not my very favorite. Um, Slapping the cigarette to, out of the <laughs> God the helium. <laughs> what part of this aren't you getting? The core concept, obviously. <laughs> Um, but they're trying, to, they're trying to figure out the, the, the who the bomber is. He goes, well, obviously, look at Beardy McTurbanhead over there. Goes, That's something Sing, and he's a Sikh. He goes, I don't discriminate anyone. He goes, he goes, why would he blow it up? He's the, the primary investor. He goes, That's, 
He goes, oh, what? Just because he invested money in it means that he can't be the one? That's called profiling it. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a call and response. They're yeah. not actually making the he's an Arab joke. Right. He's probably blowing it up. <laughs> it's so, oh my God. I, I, you, I love a good clever joke like that. Uh, clever writing, really. The joke is the joke is foolish. It's the writing of and the delivery of it that's really what. what or the, the whole, mark. the whole, the whole. The, there was well, I think it was the second or third episode of the show. It was probably the third episode of the show where they hire uh, Conway Stern, the diversity hire. The episode is literally called Diversity Hire, and he's a black Jew, so they have to hire him because all of their minority agents have been killed in the field because Archer keeps burning them by calling them when he's way too drunk oh my and God. outing that they're agents. And Conway Stern was a plant for the Chinese government who was, knew that they were trying to hire someone of diversity, so he pretended to be Jewish. Oh my god. I have to I, I have to watch the rest of that show. Well, you're still stuck on that uh, trilogy starting season three where uh, Archer's in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Grief banging his way through the... Uh, oh my god. <laughs> That's an actual line in the episode. Yep. <laughs> but from Mallory. <laughs> I think it was Mallory. Mallory Alana. Jesus. Alright, do you have anything else on the Lion King? Oh, that's right, we're doing the Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Flicks in the Six. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have a movie for us to discuss or nuggets for us to chat about, you can send those requests to Flicks in the Six at SpinTune.com or tweet us at the SpinTune. Tune in next week for more movie and beer goodness. Until then, I'm Anthony Costanzo. And I'm Al Bielsi. Thanks for coming out. Yeah.